back, bookworms, to the podcast that celebrates everything your bookish soul desires. I'm Frances Everly, romance and fantasy author, and all around the bookworm unleashed. I have to apologize for being away the last couple of weeks. It was rather unexpected being sick. Um, My whole family got it, so it was not fun, and it's been off and on for the last couple of weeks. I swear I have not had an empty household in weeks, and I'm exhausted. But here I am trying to get this out for you guys, because I know you've been waiting anxiously to hear about Dragonfly Wishes by Rochelle Bradley. Now, I came across this book when I was at my book convention in Kansas City last month. Um, It's something that I never would have looked at twice. Except when I went to the convention, the cover caught my attention. It's true what they say, a book's cover is really important for sales and marketing. In fact, that's what led me to pick it up and read the back blurb of it. And this book is about dragon shifters. Now, it's something I've never read about before, a dragon shifter romance, have you? If any of you have, I'd love to hear some recommendations, because after this, I'm curious to uh, read some more. Now, this is a fairy tale retelling, and it's very clear that it is a version of Cinderella. But what also caught my attention was that it, it kind of reflected to me a poem by Shakespeare called The Phoenix and the Turtle. And in The Phoenix and the Turtle, The phoenix and the turtle are from two very different worlds. Neither can survive in the other one's world because the the turtle cannot live in the sky and the phoenix cannot live in the water. It's a relationship that should be impossible, but they make it work. They by creating their own world. And it's a truly beautiful poem. So if you haven't read it, I definitely guarantee that you will like it. Actually, I shouldn't say I guarantee it because not everybody's a Shakespeare fan. Um, It is one of the easier poems that I enjoyed next to Hamlet. It's one of the only ones that I actually read by choice and wasn't forced to read in high school. But again, that's because I enjoyed Hamlet and I just wanted to learn more, but that's the only one I enjoyed. And if I sniffle a lot, I apologize. I do still have a bit of a cold. I am working on getting over it. This this cold and flu season has just been dreadful. And especially with young kids like mine, they're constantly bringing home something. So it's literally been nonstop in this household. All right, sorry. Back to the book. Dragonfly Wishes. So our main characters are Cayenne and Ariana. Cayenne is a dragon shifter prince. He's from another world, obviously, because we don't have dragon shifters here. We don't have dragons, sadly. And I would love to see a dragon. Although I don't think I would particularly like it if it tried to eat me or burn me alive. That would be a little gruesome. Right? I don't want any ring of fire here. Anyway, Cayenne's a dragon shifter prince, and uh, his governess, when he's a child, discovers a portal between his world and ours. 
And through this portal, he sees a lonely, beautiful girl. And he catches, she catches his attention because she is so lonely and sad all the time. He watches her as she grows, which to me was kind of creepy. But seeing as he was also a child at this time and growing, I guess I can let it slide. Now, it's when his annual harvest festival approaches at a time when he's expected to find a mate that he decides to step through this portal to meet this lonely girl, now turned woman. And how he knew he'd be able to go back and forth, I have no idea. He couldn't possibly have known. He he took this step on blind faith, in my opinion. Turn... And when he does take that step, he turns into a magical talking blue dragonfly who's able to grant wishes. Thus the title Dragonfly Wishes. Now we know where that came from. And now we have Ariana, who is a simple girl abandoned by her parents and raised by her spiteful and abusive uncle. This is why she's so sad and lonely. She has no friends. She's bullied at school, she's bullied at home, and she's essentially an orphan. As a result, she is forced to work in her uncle's clothing shop while dreaming of designing her own clothes one day. Huh? Are you getting the Cinderella vibes yet? Because, yeah, this is what I got. She's sweet and innocent and doesn't question the sudden appearance of this talking dragonfly. Honestly, I'd be questioning my mental health if a dragonfly started talking to me. Especially if it started offering me wishes. Uh, (laughs) And maybe she didn't think of it because she's been so lonely. Maybe she's had her own uh, fantasies in the past, her own invisible friends, so to speak. So maybe that's why she didn't question it. But I would definitely be questioning my sanity here. Um, but she does refuse to believe he can grant her a wish, so that's something. And because she refuses to believe it, she never makes a wish. But her troll of an uncle, aptly referred to as the Overlord, unknowingly stole her wish by wistfully wishing a local news anchor slash celebrity would promote his store on TV. Yeah, that's how he stole her wish. It's kind of weird thinking of this abusive troll wistfully wishing for something, but that's exactly what he did. And it worked out for him. Sort of. This news anchor promptly broke down in front of his shop during a storm, and he's lauded on TV for saving her because he changed her tire or something and let her dry out in the store. He also provided dry clothes for her to change into, free of charge. And as a result, the news station comes and promotes his store and promotes his good deeds on their next show. Which promptly 
turns his store around from a failure to a rapid success, with the Overlord realizing Ariana's worth as a designer, still not as a person, but as a designer, as somebody who could bring him lots of money. And he promptly capitalizes on her talents and her magical dragonfly. But it doesn't stop him from abusing her. And abusing the dragonfly. He beats this dragonfly up, almost kills him. When Cayenne tries to intervene and protect him. And uh, so Cayenne tells Ariana about the portal in the woods. And she quickly took him there. Um, again, I thought this was kind of strange. The magical dragonfly is asking me to take him to a magical portal in the woods while he's injured and probably dying, but I'm going to stick him on a piece of paper and I'm going to carefully run through the woods with him to get him into this portal. I don't know what it's going to do to him, but I'm going to do it. So she does. And when he goes through this portal, she can see his world and Cayenne in his true form. And this is the reaction that should have happened when she realized the dragonfly was talking to her in the beginning. She's shocked. She's surprised. And she's wistful. She starts using everything she sees there as a creative influence, as a muse to her designs, which go viral. Um, But she also sees Cayenne in his true form. His human form. She doesn't see him in his dragon form until much later in the book. Uh, But she does see him in his human form. And of course, Clothes can't go through the portal. Only royals, apparently. Everything else is only one way. So if you wore clothes going into the portal, it would not come out of the portal. (laughs) So she sees him in his true form, all right. And she can't stop thinking about it. (laughs) And that's how she comes up with this dragonfly theme for her clothes. In fact, they even named the clothing line Dragonfly Wishes. Isn't that cute? Now, through this portal, they learn more about each other. And while he's in his dragonfly form, and they start to fall in love. Now, if she hadn't seen him in his true form, her falling in love with a dragonfly... I would be saying commit this girl right now because something is very wrong with her. Probably too much of her uncle's abuse and maybe too much of her father's abuse from what I can garner in the small bits of detail that we are given about her father. Her mother, we're we're told, is a very sweet woman who just suddenly disappeared one day. Nobody knows what happened to her or where she is or why she left. A little bit suspicious, but given that we found this portal, is anybody sensing something here? I'll tell you later on more about it. So, 
These designs, because they're starting to take off, the uncle begins making more and more dis- uh, demands on Ariana, even giving her an assistant and a seamstress to help with production. But he also keeps making increasingly greedier wishes. He expands the store into the shop next door, and then he expands it by wanting to make it a chain, and then he tries to expand it by taking it by taking over another successful clothing chain. And while he's doing this, Ariana starts designing clothes for Cayenne and sending gifts through the portal for Cayenne and his family. The only problem is that the dragon shifters can go back and forth between the two worlds, but nothing else can. Like I've mentioned before, um, the second problem with this is that the overlord made a bad wish in his greed and ended up losing everything. So this happened because he made that wish to expand his store at all costs. So when he started taking over this successful uh, clothing design, clothing line, he, sorry, trying not to cough in your ears, he signs all the paperwork blindly and he takes out bad loans from very creepy men. One creepy man in particular who wants Ariana for more than just her design talents, which is what prompts Ariana when they discover that these loans are being called called in and that the overlord has made this bad contract where he signed over the rights to Dragonfly Wishes and his niece and all of her designs for five years to she decides to leave. She no longer cares that she won't be able to come back from Cayenne's world. She is going to go and she is going to be with the one she loves. She is risking everything because honestly, what if it didn't work out? What if she went over there and she can't come back and he turns out to be a dragon in more ways than one. But it's a chance she takes. And it actually works out for her. Because when she gets over there, her and Cayenne marry at this harvest ball. And then Ariana discovers that her mother didn't abandon her after all like she always thought. It turns out her mother fell through the portal and became the prince's governess. That's right. The governess that discovered the portal that could watch over Ariana (laughs) is Ariana's mother. She fell through the portal and couldn't get back, so she kept her eye on her the only way she could. Now, if if you ask me, that's what a mother does, you know? There's nothing stopping a good mother from keeping an eye on her children. One way or another. We've got eyes in the back of our heads for a reason. (laughs) Or so they say. Anyway, 
I found the ending to be very sweet, but I wish the story had been longer. Um, one of the things that I wish had been, we'd gone into more detail, was maybe Ariana's life outside the store. She never leaves the store except to go to this portal. So I believed she couldn't leave the store. She never goes out to a meal. She never goes to an apartment. She never goes shopping. She never does any of that. She is always at the store, always designing. I thought she lived at the store. Until nearly the end when they mentioned that she had a car and she would drive in early in the morning and start work and she'd work late into the night and then go home. Where is she living? You know, does she live with her uncle at his house? Or does she have her own tiny little apartment? Does he even pay her? We know nothing of her life beyond her and this dragonfly and the store. Nothing. And I wish the author had gone into more because I would have loved to learn more. But this was a very sweet, very short story. So if you're looking for something sweet and short to read, I definitely recommend it. Um, because like I said, this is very sweet. Now, for next week, I'm going to be talking about um, book-to-movie adaptations and discussing season two of the Shadow and Bone series on Netflix. Have you watched it yet? I really hope to talk to you guys about it and what I like and don't like about TV and movie adaptations of my favorite books. What do you guys think about them? Let me know in the comments and I will see you next week. Have a good one. And this is the Bookworm Unleashed. Let's